As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Thoughts lead to actions, and actions, habits, and habits, character, and character, destiny. Join this purple girl in her purple world as we share inspiration and build hope together, one thought at a time. The destiny you desire is only a thought away. Welcome to Building Hope with Purple Thoughts. It's Friday. And y'all know that's that special day where I have my special guests come on and share their thoughts about one of my purple thoughts. And God knows I'm excited today. I have a dear, precious friend returning to share her thoughts. We have M.M. Washington. Hey, M.M. Hey, Justina. How are you? I'm so good, and I'm super excited to have this discussion with you. I love talking with spirit-filled women who care for other women. I'm glad to be here, and I love purple. Well, you already know. I love purple thoughts, so I'm happy to share my thoughts on one of your purple thoughts. <laughs> it's a blessing, isn't it? Now, you guys, M.M. has been on the show before. It's been a minute, so I'm going to remind you all of who she is. M.M. Washington is a leadership consultant, speechwriter, TEDx coach, go girl, and founder of Lead, Speak, and Impact, a personal and professional development company. You guys need to go check her out. She is also a best-selling Amazon author, snap, snap, recording artist, the girl can sing, y'all, I can vouch for her, and attorney, so don't mess with her. Her mission is to equip and empower women to amplify their voices by sharing their ideas on the stages and platforms that matter to them. I'm gonna stop right there. I love that about you. Thank you. Not what you think is, but, but what matters to them. That's powerful to me. Thank you. Through her speaking, coaching, and events, she inspires many people worldwide to elevate their self-image, courageously achieve their dreams, and make an impact using their gifts and strengths. What a blessing in them. I mean, a complete blessing. Thank Truly. you. That's awesome. That's an awesome mission, you know, gosh. And our women, we need it, don't you think? I do. I do. We certainly need it. And, you know, I am in good company, as <laughs> you know. <laughs> you plan women a, a conference for women and girls every year. So I'm in good company. Um, and thank you for your kind words. Uh, you're you're more than welcome. All right. So everyone knows I'm crazy about purple. Here we go. So go figure. I call my thoughts purple thoughts. <laughs> you could choose a color for your thoughts. What would that be and why? Um, so I'm a blue. Blue is my favorite color and any shade of blue, really. So okay. I'm going I'm to go with blue because of blue sky. One of the things I have in my longer bio is that I love blue sky days, which I do. Like, ah. you know, it doesn't matter how hot it is or how cold it is. If the sky is blue, I'm in a great mood. Oh, so blue wow. is, <laughs> my thoughts would be blue. <laughs> blue yeah, that's thoughts. beautiful. You know, that's one of God's favorite colors, obviously. Yes. We look at the water, we look at the sky, we that's look at sky. even the temple. That was one that's of the right. colors that's right. I used. So Man, great choice. All right. Well, today everyone is tuning in. They want to hear from you. 
So let's go ahead and let you share your purple thought and then let's talk about how it resonated. with Okay. So I'm looking at um, the Building Hope with Purple Thoughts from 2020. And the one that I want to talk about today is from November 18th, 2020, which says, okay. I'm not driven by game. I'm driven by purpose. Fulfilling God's will is a very satisfying reward. Amen. Let's get into it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So should I, do you have a question or should I just stop? No, you just start okay. walking. Yeah. All right. So what I love about this is that word purpose. I'm going to start with that word. Yeah. I'm driven by purpose, right? So I feel that a few years ago, let me, let me back up and say a few years ago, I remember um, people, a couple of people reaching out and asking, you know, how do I know my purpose? How do I know what I'm placed on this earth to do? And, you know, things, some form of that question. Yeah. And the answer that I gave that finally I, I, I thought about it for some time and what came to me is that we all, especially all of us that are believers, mm -hmm. we all have the same purpose, which is to use what God has given us Come on. to glorify his name. Yes. And so what I love about that is that it's one purpose, but so many different ways to achieve that purpose. Yes. Right. And so I'm not driven by game. I'm driven by purpose. I'm driven by doing what God put me here to do. That's so the way he equips me to do it. But at the same time, even though I'm not driven by gain, I want to say that the gain will come. Yeah, it will. <laughs> it will come and it will come in different ways. Right. For it might be financial gain. But then it might also be, you know, gain in relationships, gain yes. in whatever, whatever gain means to God. Yeah. I want to say that. So I'm not driven by, oh, what can I get out of, you know, doing this or not doing that or saying this or not saying that. But what, how does this line up with my purpose? I so, love that. Yeah. I, I love I, that so much. Yeah. I um, I, that word purpose is like one, one of my core values, yeah. one of the words that, I mean, we could talk about purpose all day long. Yeah. And so I really love this purple thought um, because, you know, when you think about something, when you say I'm not driven or I am driven, it's like, what is motivating you? What is pushing you? Yes. What is making you do what you do or not do? what yes. you decide not to do. And so, yeah, I'm driven by purpose. And then I'll pause on that and then I'll go to the next part. I just wanted to, yeah. uh, to see if you wanted to say anything. You know what? That's really beautiful what you're saying. And I'm going to back up what you, uh, I like how you lay that out. First of all, one purpose, glorifying God, bottom line. Whatever we do, we should do it yeah. as unto the Lord. As and we should do Lord. it with all our might. So there's the driven and there's the purpose all in that one scripture. And, uh, you know, when God, uh, when Paul started breaking it down in Corinthians about the body, he said there's many, uh, you know, mm. you have all these different gifts, but there's many callings, different operations. You can have the same calling, 
and a different operation of that calling. And I think uh, we can all do better if we learn to individualize who we are in Christ. We're yes. the body, but we're members, the scripture says, yes. in particular. So yes. when you're talking about this thought, um, that's what comes to mind. It is a personal thing. And mm. you kind of hit on it, but I want to go back to that word driven. What does it mean to be driven? And you mm. really hit on it, but I want to emphasize that again, because we should be driven. I, I'm convinced. Uh, my husband taught me, and he wasn't even my husband at the time. He was the Bible study teacher at the time. But he um, he he explained to me that the Christian life should be like the book of Acts. Mm. Things should always be happening. The mm. Spirit drove them here, and the Spirit led them here. And he said, God is in motion. <laughs> and he good. said, the body should, you know, as a Christian, when you're really healthy, uh, spiritually, you will be in motion because the spirit has something for us to do. Mm. So back to that word driven. Let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah. All right. So of course, when you, when we, that word driven reminds me or brings an image of a car. Like, let's talk about, let's start with that. Okay. So a car doesn't get up and move on its own. I mean, yeah, we have, we have electric cars or whatever, but <laughs> a car, there's still something that, or someone that sets the car in motion and Come keeps on. it in motion and yes. controls whether it turns left, whether it turns right, All whether right. it keeps going, whether it hits the brakes. And so when we're talking about driven, I'm driven by purpose. What is it that gets you going? What is it that's going to make you pause? What's the, what is it going to tell you, okay, now it's time to turn right, right? <laughs> or now yes. it's time to turn left. Or now it's time to reverse. Or now it's time to make a U-turn. What is it? It's purpose. It's yes. purpose that's going to make you do that. So driven or drive is something that <clears throat> I think about control. I think about something that's, that's setting in motion, something that's, Whoa, pushing, that's something that's getting you from point A to Come point on. B. Yes. Let's talk about driven and drive. Yes. And so yes. that's, that's purpose. And that purpose, that God given purpose, you Come know, on. when you tap into that, when you, first of all, recognize, yes. recognize that, as we've said, the purpose is to glorify God, but yes. then don't go looking at what Justina, well, just, I right. see that Justina glorifies God. She's living in purpose. Let me go do what she's doing. Exactly what I she's doing. Like that. <clears throat> That's not it. No. That's not it. We have the same purpose, but God gave you something completely different. Yes. There might be some overlap, but the way that he equipped Justina to do it is different from the way that he equipped you to do it. That's so. Right. Anyway, let's go back to drive because I'm about to go off on it. That's <laughs> on okay. Way. You're good. You're good. So that one purpose, but um, the drive, the the control. Ooh, I to love get it. You from A to B. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, that's so beautiful. And I guess especially since I'm a visual learner, so <laughs> thank you, man, for that. I love that. I love that. I know that's gonna pop up again, and I'll give you credit for that because that was powerful to me. I With love that pleasure. so very much. So. God. <laughs> Let's go ahead and hit purpose because uh, I'll ask the question this way, and then you can take it. Why is it dangerous for us as Christians to not know or seek purpose? And I'm talking about individual purpose. 
under the umbrella of glorifying God. You know, everybody hollers, I want to glorify God. I just want to glorify God. Okay, but how are you going to do that? What's right. in motion? What right. is the danger? Some people are not serious about purpose. Right. But I think for me, after, I, I've always been driven, really. Yeah, I, have. Yeah, I, I believe after that. that. After that fire that mm. really mm. set me in motion. It just yeah. really put me in motion. It's something about coming so close to death and looking it in the face. Wow. And looking the end in the face and seeing how really this life will not be always. That made me, as the old folks say, get in a hurry. Mm. <laughs> I'm in a hurry. You know, I'm not only driving my car, but I'm driving fast. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm trying to do, I'm trying to get all the turns and the stops. Whatever God has in line for me before I get to the end, I want to make it. I want to die empty. Amen. Amen. I want to die fulfilled. I really, really do. But yeah. back it up. So what's the danger in not seeking purpose? Why is purpose so important? Oh, it's so important. I mean, so if we if we're not in purpose, um, or we're not even seeking purpose, and how we fit in to that purpose, then we're just what what do they say? We're just existing. We're not living. Yeah. Then you're not you're not um, anything can happen to you, and you won't know if this is by design by God or this is. You know, you're just, you're just existing. You're not thriving. You're not alive. That's one thing. Then the other thing is that there are some people that God has in place that need you to get in alignment with the, with purpose yes. so that they can be blessed and not just so that they can be blessed, but you too can That's be right. Blessed. Right. And so there's a, there's a, like a, a chain reaction, a ripple effect, a domino yes. effect yes. that is tied to us walking and living in purpose. And how do you live in purpose if you're not seeking purpose, if you're not looking for, well, what, why am I here? Like, you know, that's a, that question haunted me for years, especially when I was in college. Well, law school, I remember asking my, my best friend at the time we were, she's my best friend still. We were roommates at the time. And every three months, I'd be like, what it, why there's gotta be more to life than just this. Like there's so, so looking for purpose is going to make you like, you just, just step up and and say, you know, there's, there's more to me. There's more to life. There's more that God wants for me to do. And then everything else will fall in line that those people that are tied to you living in purpose and the people that are tied to them and so on and so forth. Yes. Ooh, well said. This is so beautiful to me. Okay, so we're going to tie this purpose in with God's will. Yes. Because your purpose is really empty if it's not tied into mm. the will of God. Mm-hmm. If your purpose mm-hmm. is found outside of the will of God, that's not purpose. That's really tragedy. <laughs> because yeah. Because it's a waste of time. <laughs> yeah. But, that's right. Uh, anyway, let's look at God's will. So I have people tuned in, they're listening. I get messages all the time. So I'm going to go ahead and hit it. Here's the question that I know is going to come up. How can I find out God's particular will for my life? How can I find out God's particular will for my life? Yeah. Yeah. That's a question that I ask. Million dollar question. (laughs) It is. And let me tell you, 
Um, it sounded cliche when I was told this years ago, um, but it's true. You find out God's will a by getting um, in communion with God on a regular basis in the Bible and also in the place of prayer, the kind of prayer where you're talking, but you're also listening because he does speak to us. um, And it might not be that loud, audible voice. It might be a knowing inside of you. It might be somebody at the grocery store telling you something. It might be some random thing, but trust and believe that he does speak to us. And so get in the Bible, get in the word of God and also get in, in prayer with him and ask him specifically, Lord, I've asked him like there are situations that I'm like, okay, Lord, I don't know what the right answer is. And, and so this is, um, not big purpose, but like, what is your purpose for me right now with this particular situation. So there are times when I'm like, God, I don't know, because if I do a such and such could happen, but if I do B such and such can happen and I can't tell which one is the right one. So, you know, ask, ask him and be specific and say, Lord, you know, I need you to make this clear as day because, you know, I don't want a confusing thing where later on I'm like, well, I thought I heard God, but here, you know, so what am I saying? I'm saying, ask God, be specific, ask him, like, tell him, tell him to be specific with you and to be clear with you. Also stay in his word, study the Bible. There's, there are times and, you know, people say one thing or the other about this, but I'll say that there are times when I open up my Bible and exactly what I need for that situation or for that day pops up. And it might be a verse or a story or a, <clears throat> a chapter that I've read many times before. Come on. But for some reason on this day, in this situation, it just pops out, pops out as what I need. So get in the Bible. Yes. Ooh, well, well said. I love that. I love what you started with, though. I'm going to go back to that relationship. You can't know God's will unless you're in relationship with him. And um, we think we uh, give our lives to Christ. We confess our sin. We say we want to live for him. But if we never talk with him, if we never get to know him, and you can't get to know God outside of his word. So that's that's why what you said is so profound and so uh, it's just so true. You know, um, another thing, and I know I always refer to my brown sugar, but I can't help it. He's actually the man prior to me uh, marrying him. Before I married him, he was my teacher. Well, he's still my teacher, but he was my Bible study teacher. And he taught me so much uh, being someone who came in cold, 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 didn't even know the name of Jesus. And he just taught me so much. And one thing he taught me about the will of God that I still use and I've developed and probably why I'm you know, a little bit uh, advanced in hearing too. He um, lined it up to a radio when you're fine-tuning a radio. Mm, He said it's like a frequency. He said, if you want to get sharper and closer and turn that knob, the word of God is the frequency. And you can line up what you're feeling, what you think, line it up and see if it's in frequency. Yes. The word of God, and that's your first test. 
And then once, then you fine tune it in those quiet times. So it's literally exactly what you said, you know. And we can know the will of God. I want to throw that out there. Mm -hmm. uh, we can know. Now, it doesn't mean we're going to know everything, but we can know. And we need to take things day by day. I think mm -hmm. a lot of times we feel that we want to know, oh, what's your will up until Jesus comes? Mm. That's not even necessary. You right. know, sufficient is the evil today. If we know what to do today, yeah. we're good. <laughs> that's so good and so powerful. Right. Right. I mean, that's that's not saying that we're not praying about yeah. our future. We're not planning for our future. But if you're so busy looking at all the things as opposed to like today, like you said, sufficient unto the days, the evil thereof, but also Give us this day our That's daily it. bread, That's you it. know? And so just know that God is there for us day by day. Yes, yeah. I love that. Yeah, that helps a lot. So we're talking about this uh, God's will. What is your take on that part of the purple thought about God's will? Okay, so it says fulfilling God's will is a very satisfying reward. Yeah. Right? So there's a reward. This to me is not even just talking about there being a reward when you, when you fulfill his will. Please touch on it. It's telling me that just even the act of being a part of fulfilling his will is yeah. a satisfying reward. And that I'm, I see you nodding. So I, yes. I'm glad that I got it right. That that's yes. what <laughs> So there's a reward. There's a, listen, there's a fulfillment that comes in being part of the people, the body that fulfills his purpose, his will. There's yes. um, a satisfaction. Have you ever been, um, and, I, and I'm asking, it's a rhetorical question, um, but if you've ever been part of giving. So Justina, I'm going to go to, I know the fact that you um, serve burn survivors and their families mm -hmm. um, at various points in the year. And that, you know, so there's a, there's a fulfillment that you get yes. in doing that. They might not ever be able to do anything. Some, sometimes they might not even know that you're the one doing it, but yeah. there's a fulfillment that comes. And I know the times that I've done anything that, somebody you can't pay me for it but just that fulfillment of knowing yes. that I was a part of bringing God's will to pass yes. in this situation yes it is so it is such a satisfying feeling and it's a reward in and of itself now does that mean that God's not going to reward you on the back end of course not because he's a good God yes. he is the rewarder of those who diligently seek him right yes. So he does reward, but just the act of doing and being the hands of feet yes. of God just is so is such a fulfilling feeling. So yeah, that's what that. Oh, means. that's so beautiful! It's an honor. It's an honor, first of all, to be. See, a lot of times we forget who God is. God is so good and made Himself so accessible to us. Ooh, we yeah. forget how high. <laughs> right. He, he, he's high. Just to be in his presence, just to be a part of his plan. Mm. That's gone right yeah. there. Nothing else yeah. has to happen. 
Um, and I think what would help us with that if we remember God is God. In yeah. our eyes, sometimes we drag him down and not in a a, a bad way. Mm-hmm. It's just that he made himself so kind and so friendly and so available that right. we forget, wait, this is God. This is the creator yeah. of the universe. Yeah, This is exactly. the one who has power over hell and heaven, over everything. You got to really keep in mind who you're talking about. And that's where the fulfillment comes, I think, in the recognition of who mm. we serve. Um, we can get excited. If I, you know, I was excited just recently, just being a part of your group to sit on the panel, to oh. share with the women. I was honored to be there with you. you I mean, quite frankly, just honored. You know, well, if I'm honored to be there with you, how much more on God's program? Listen, that's right. That's I'm right. On his program. So yes. I think our perception of God and recognizing how what a blessing it is that he say, I want to use you. Uh, I, you know, I wake up every morning thinking about that. I want to use you. You know, and, and that's why I'm like, me, here I am. I send me. I'm ready. Let's go. You know, Amen. I'm I'm one I've turned into one of God's yesters. You know. I love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, 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 truly, 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 that's how I feel. So let's talk about rewards, though, because the Bible mentions them. Uh, you just mentioned the scripture. He's a rewarder of them who diligently seek them. Um, when it's talking about Hebrews, it's talking about faith. But God has rewards. What has God's rewards looked like in your life? Let's make it personal. Mm, oh, I love that. So there are some rewards that are tangible and Mm -hmm. visible, and there are some rewards that only I know, or maybe a few people close to me know, right? Yeah. I think that's that every one of us can say the same thing if we really think about it, right? There's that song that says, count your blessings, name the one by one. Like when you start thinking about, oh, some of the rewards, some of the things that God has given, and and some things that I call reward, I don't even think I deserved, but in that something, right? But he's just that good to me. Yes. <laughs> and on. so some of the rewards, I think of um, some goals and some dreams that I've had and did not know how I was going to bring it. I was going to make it happen. God did it. And just because I, I, I made sure that my intention was to, you know, there's always that thing of intention to bring him glory, that purpose, right? That my intention was not to detract from the kingdom, from my assignment, not to detract from anybody else, but to glorify him with what I've got. Um, So I guess, you know, um, as, as, as soon as I set that intention and started working towards it, he rewarded me by putting people in place, so for one for one example I'll think of is when I wanted to record and release my first my CD. Yeah. And it's, it's something a good that, CD y'all by the way. Give the name of that CD while we talk. It, it, it's called Rebirth. Y'all get it. Rebirth. In the Okay, I have to know that. I, I love it. I appreciate that. Thank you for all your support through the years. So it's something that I had wanted to do. 
And it didn't happen until like 10 years later. Why? Because, you know, first I, I was like, I, he planted the thought in me. Yeah. He gave me the gift. But then I was allowing self-doubt. What will they say? All sorts of things to slow me down. And but then um, in 20. 20- I'm sorry. I'm laughing because you came out like a pure rock store. I was so shocked when I came to your <laughs> <laughs> you were bad. I saw the smoke. I'm like, what? Look at her. I mean, it's, it's funny to hear you say all of this when I saw it. I'm like, are you freaking kidding? You know, it's funny that you're you're making me laugh because I mean, it even sounds funny to me as I'm saying it now. But li- this is literally, yeah. I mean, the imposter syndrome. Um, self-doubt, all the things. Wow. Me kept, kept that CD on the, like, it just was not fun. Hey, yeah. Look what you had. Several years. Man. And it was like this fear of what will people say? What will, will they like it? You know how that <laughs> vulnerability of putting your... Uh, it's just two things running in my mind. I'm listening, M.M. I really am. <laughs> now I'm looking at all these people screaming. <laughs> what would people say? See, the devil is a lie. Yeah, the people screaming and being blessed and rejoicing. But do you know, let me say this: so finally doing it and having that, um, like you talk about people screaming, having people appreciate and support and encourage. My God, that was a reward in and of itself because yeah. it also quickened me to say, "Okay, God, what other dream did I put on the back burner?" Because of fear. And so then I started doing more and like, okay, and just, you know, just doing more. And to me, those are some of the rewards is the fulfillment of the the dreams that God had put in me that I had sat on because of fear. When I just finally started taking a step, you were talking about just day by day when I just started taking the first step and then the next step. And then, and he just started revealing more and more and more. And that's just been a beautiful gift, a beautiful reward to see that um, there's more to, to me than what I initially thought and that God can use me in ways that I could never have imagined. Or even if I imagined them, I just did not see how they would come to pass. Wow, that is so beautiful and extremely funny, <laughs> but it's beautiful. <laughs> You're gonna make I mean, me laugh. You, know, and, and see, goes, you, know, you don't know what uh, you know how what people go through. You don't know their what gets them to the point right. that they get at. But right. that's why the drive is important. The purpose is important. That's why it you know it is it, really important. So thank you for sharing that. You know, I was sitting there uh, thinking about answering my own question. And Mm -hmm. if if I have to say my greatest reward, I mean, I've been rewarded, like you said, in all kinds of ways, monetary, Mm -hmm. um, help, whatever. But to me, the most powerful reward God gives me is favor. Mm -hmm. God gives me favor with people, like period. I don't care who it is. When I get in the face of people, they love me. I love that. They provide for me. They connect me. Uh, a, a lot of people really don't understand. All I do is sit at home. Opportunities come to me. I've not sought out anything that I'm doing. 
That's so good. It's the favor of God. And to me, that's the best reward. If God, well, it's the best reward for me. And mm. it fulfills my needs. Let mm. me put it that way. Because mm -hmm. I'm not the richest. I, I have things I don't have, but then I have everything. Mm. Because I have a favor. <laughs> so all so I need to do is make, if I, you know, I came back from Zambia. I had nine girls that I needed sponsor. Mm. They And they told us we had about, you know, nine months, you know, to try to work through that. My girls got sponsored in three days. What? Come on, three God. Days. Exactly. That's called family. And, and even the people, you know, who had the organization, it's like, what in the world did you do? But it's favor. Right. All I have to do is make open my mouth. Mm. In the favor of God, God moves on the heart of people. So uh, I, I love that reward. And I try to keep the favor of God by staying in the will of God. Yes. So yes. I try to stay close to his desires, as close yes. as I can. I don't yes. always get it right. Of course. Yeah. I don't always get it right. But I tell you what, I get it right most of the time. Right. Yeah, and, and that's not bragging. It's just what I've learned to do. That's and good. It's the favor of God. So I, I like having the favor of God. I tell you what, I love this purple podium that you chose. Or is there any last things you want to say before we close? Um, no, I, I think the one thing that I will say to round this out is, um, Give God the steering wheel and let him <laughs> drive. <laughs> let him drive. You know, we talked about being driven by purpose and not yeah. by gain. We also talked about knowing that when you're driven by purpose, and that means giving God the wheel, gain will come. And so if, and I'm speaking to myself as yes. I'm speaking to anybody else, if there's something that you're, you, you're just wanting um, a sense of fulfillment. Give God the wheel and let him drive and yeah. be driven by purpose. And that's Very it. well said. Very uh, good uh, point to end with. We don't have to be driven by gain. This has been just fabulous. I know I've been blessed. Thank you so much, Emil, for sharing and teaching, because that's just straight up teaching uh, your wisdom. Uh, and your love for uh, women. I'm really, really impressed by that. I'm really, really encouraged by that. And I know you guys were inspired by this particular Purple Thought. And if you're interested in reading more Purple Thoughts, guess what? I got you. I have 365 more of them available in my newest journal, Building Hope with Purple Thoughts 2023. And it's available on Amazon. Proceeds benefiting my nonprofit, the Angus House of Faith. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Please be sure to tune in next time for more of Building Hope with Purple Thoughts. Go have yourself an extremely blessed day. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining this purple girl in her purple world. Share the inspiration by leaving a review, rating, and subscribing to the show. I'll see you in the next episode. Until then, keep hope alive.